When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. You're listening to Sports Central on SEN. Yeah, we'll get to as many of your texts as we can. Keep them coming in 0457 736 736. Uh, what did you make of the win last night? Where does it rate in terms of great Australian sporting moments. Anyway, we're going to talk a bit of cricket now because this summer is... Well, it's still going. It's still going. Paul Dennett from the Cricket Unfiltered podcast. I like my pool filtered. My cricket not so much is on the line right now. Hello, Paul. <laughs> hey, Julian. How you going? Going well. Listen, being a cricket fan, I'm guessing you two refer to Ash Barty as the former Brisbane Heat player. Absolutely, yes. Um, <laughs> she's the first WBBL player to have won three Grand Slams. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, how many, we should probably have researched this, how many tennis players have their own quick info profile? I remember yeah, um, a, there's more than one, though. It might be two or three uh, from memory. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of a crossover, although I think my favourite quick info profile would have to be Andrew John, his um, one um, performance in New South Wales back in the old Big Bash. Well, he but, had two, um, actually, yeah, but, didn't he? Um, um, and he got, I think he might have got nine in that second dig, so he didn't totally disgrace himself. Remember, yeah, do you remember when T20 wasn't taken seriously? That was a while ago. Yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> yeah. Spe- speaking of T20, why don't we start with a big bash? The Scorchers, they've been the best team all season, w- without question, and now the most successful franchise in big bash history, claiming their fourth title in BBL 11. I just think, though, Paul, with a pussyfooting around Steve Smith, um, it just saw the final robbed of something, I think. Oh, definitely. I mean, and I say that without being um, biased towards the Sydney Sixers. If he was a, a Perth Scorchers player, I would have wanted him to be in the in the side. And, you know, the the competition was brought in to bring new fans to the game. And realistically, as as, um, as much as I enjoyed the cricket, I think most people were probably watching the tennis rather than the Big Bash throughout much of the, the last couple of weeks. And largely that's because of, of COVID and all the difficulties they've had. But Steve Smith, it's just a no-brainer. Get him in there and find a way to make it happen. So I, I don't think it takes any gloss off the actual win for the Perth Scorchers because, as you said, they're the best side, best side all season. But it was very disappointing. It was. And the other thing, too, and, and no disrespect to Steve Smith, but he's not De Villiers in his prime either. You know, And, yes, he's a very good player and certainly at Big Bash level. But these rules, this, this COVID pool was introduced because the competition has been decimated to the point where the Stars and the Heat in particular were struggling to field teams. The only reason Steve Smith didn't nominate for the pool is because he thought he would be on national duty in a one-day series against New Zealand. The minute that changed, they should have allowed him to play the competition because if that wasn't on the calendar, he would have entered legitimately. Yep, 100% correct. And other players like Travis Head and Alex Carey, who did come back, they'd been on the books of the Adelaide Strikers right from the start because there was... Um, every expectation that they weren't going to be in the Australian team, yeah. or at least in the Australian team, fully throughout the summer. Yeah, I heard, I saw some tweet, which I completely disagree with, but I can see the point of something. I don't think a Steve Smith nerdling 23 off 22 would have won this game for the, for the Sixers, but I, I think he's a much better T20 player than that. And I look at the, 
the couple of hundreds that he got against India, albeit in um, 50 over cricket off about 60 balls mm. um, a couple of summers ago. I think that um, he's a better T20 player than people give him credit for. Well, the, the competition needed profile. But you know, you've know, got to hand it to the Scorchers. I mean, it's a remarkable batting lineup, And they were struggling, weren't they? Four for 20-odd. And you think this could be a miracle win and, and the greatest in Sixers history and that wonderful partnership there between the captain, Ashton Turner, who incidentally said he'd be happy for Smith to play. And Laurie Evans, it was great afterwards, wasn't it, where they asked Laurie about it and they said, oh, I was just mowing my grass. And then I got a call from my manager saying, Adam Voges wants you to play for the Scorchers. And, yeah, right, mate. Right, good on you. Not, <laughs> not many people had heard of Laurie Evans. They wouldn't realise that across all formats, Paul, he's had over 150 games worth of, of first-class experience. Yeah, a lot of people thought he was probably an up-and-coming young WA player, not realising that he's a sort of a veteran English cricketer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this tournament has seen that. There's um, more than one player has got that call um, from from nowhere, uh, dragging them into the tournament. And I, I'm really pleased for Ashton Turner because um, we always talk about the amazing innings he played in India a few years ago, and it looked like he had arrived at international level. And yeah. he's gone off the boil since then. But um, I was also impressed with his captaincy. Ricky Ponting in commentary was saying how well he captained the side, and it's a big thing to a play with freedom when you're four for none and, um, you know, get the job done. And then B, when the Sixers were starting to you know, maybe look like there was a, a partnership in the offing, didn't put the field back, kept the squeeze on. Very few captains do that. So uh, very impressive uh, from him. Yeah, aggressive mindset. And the Scorchers, let's not forget, haven't played at home since I think the start of December. So it's been a tough, tough trip for them and a really difficult campaign not being able to go home. And it was quite funny because Mark McGowan tweeted, oh, isn't it wonderful for this great state of Western Australia and the Perth Scorchers? And we're thinking, hang on, mate, you won't even let them back in to celebrate. It's an absolute farce. <laughs> I think it, go on. I think, I think if they do get back in, he's not going to be having a beer with uh, Josh Inglis. He was someone that uh, oh, was not at all happy with. He, he didn't miss. He goes, we've done everything asked. You know, you're a disgrace and a little clown face emoji. He wears his heart in his sleeve. Uh, obviously, um, crowd numbers are down. I think there's a bit of a caveat with COVID and the rest of it. And two, I guess, non-Melbourne teams in the final uh, would have affected that. But uh, this is a competition that ex- expanded exponentially. Uh, too many games too soon. It, it needs a revamp. Uh, do you have a theory or or something that you would like to do to rejuvenate the competition in the coming seasons? Yeah, it's difficult because I think that uh, everyone's saying that it needs to be re- reduced back. But once the genie's out of the bottle with the TV money and everything else, it's going to be hard to do that. Um, but it was not that long ago that I um, delighted that it was kind of not comparing apples with apples, but of all domestic sporting leagues in the world, it had like the seventh highest average per capita crowd. Yeah. It was right up there with, um, you know... Um, amazing tournaments around the world and the, the crowd being down it's largely COVID but it's not entirely COVID I think that if we had a, a normal world we still wouldn't be seeing the, the crowds that we had from four years ago uh, I, I think that um, it's a pity that some of the games are behind a paywall um, that when, it, when they're all on Channel 10 and it kind of just every night 7pm or 7.30 the whole nation knew that it was on and it, sometimes you have games that aren't on Channel 7 it just gets a little bit confusing they need to get the star power uh, from, from overseas as well. And that in the last few years, other, other leagues have become more prominent and players are keen to go there, get the big money and not have to spend as much time. So I think they have to splash the cash to get the internationals here. They need the Australian stars as well. When it first began, it was fine to be kind of a domestic league. Now they need really to say probably after the Sydney Test match, which normally finishes on the 7th of January, 
that's it. We've got nothing but big bash. We're going to have all the best players in it. I think that would be a good start. Well, they need to attract the best players, you're right, but they're up against it because the season's too long and they don't have the cash to splash. And it's not just getting the big-name players like a Gale or a De Villiers. You've still got to have decent list management. And the other thing they, they desperately need is for the key markets in Sydney and Melbourne for their teams to be firing. Mate, we're up against it. Just quickly, Mitchell Stark claimed his first ever Allen Border medal. It's very skewed this year. They're all heavily weighted towards the Five Ashes Test matches. But the thing that got him over the line were... Well, those white ball tours in the middle of last year are a popular winner. Yeah, those tours that everyone's kind of forgotten, but um, Australia got smashed in the T20 series in the West Indies and then actually won the one-day series. Stark bowled the house down in that and kind yeah. of... Um, that, that's why he's kind of won the won the medal. It's, it's hard not to be happy for him. I mean, there were legitimate questions about his spot in the side, not just from Warney. I mean, there's others saying, look, um, maybe Jai Richardson should be picked um, in the first test ahead of him. I was I was one of them because Richardson was bowling amazingly in the Sheffield Shield. So for Stark, first ball of the summer, knocks the leg stump out. Warney said it didn't swing. It actually swung about 40 centimetres. Yes, it did. Um, <laughs> ma- magnificent for him. Um, can't, you know, have to be happy for him. Uh, and a bit of rain looks like it's going to steer this game at Marnica Rival, the women's Ashes test to a draw. We don't see enough test matches in women's cricket, but uh, surely they've got to go five days, don't they? Oh, 100%. I mean, this is finally, they've actually had a decent pitch for test cricket for women. So, so many times they roll out really flat pitches that are boring. This game's been really good. And if there was a fifth day in prospect tomorrow, it would be fantastic. I mean, I'm still naive enough to hope Australia come out and slog after lunch and set a declaration. But mm. it's easy to say that when you're, not, when you're not the actual captain. Because if Australia get away with a draw here, then the only way they can not retain the Ashes is if England win all three one day. Yeah, that's so, right. I think they'll be pretty happy with the draw. Yeah, they will. Great to get your thoughts. Good on you, Paul. Have a great Sunday. Thanks, Julian. There he is. Paul Dennett from the Cricket Unfiltered Podcast. Mark, thank you for all your text messages. We'll get to those after the break here on Sports Central. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.